Our first verse is Ezekiel 37, verse 1, 4, 7, 8, 10. When I was trying to ask the Lord, what's the title of the conference? He gave me this passage. And I'd like to read it to you, Ezekiel verse 1. The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones. Verse 4. Again he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Verse 7. Oh, me. <laughs> So, I'm not so high-tech, sorry. Verse 7, So I prophesied and I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and suddenly a rattling. And the bones came together. Don't forget that. And the bones came together, bone to bone. Verse 8, And indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them. And the skin covered them over, and there was no breath in them. Verse 10, So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived and stood upon their feet, an exceedingly great army. I know that Ezekiel 37 applies immediately to the nation of Israel. I know that. But like any prophetic teaching of the old script of the Old Testament, it can doubly apply now to the people of God, the church. So if you notice the dry bones were transformed into an exceeding great army and I'd like to say that's what he wants to do with us we would be if we are willing if we are open he will make us into the Lord's great army in this land what happened there is a process First, the word of the Lord came. And then, the word was prophesied over the bones. Then a divine miracle happened. What happened? A rattling noise came about. And what happened? Bone was joined to another bone. Bones came together as one. And as they were joined, as they were joined, then breath, breathe, breath, breath came into them, and then they rised up and became a mighty army. I'd like to say to us, to all of us now, it's when we unite bone to bone, member to member, one part of the body to another. It is only when we unite. 
It's when the blessing comes, the anointing comes, the revival that we've been praying for will come. And you know who's going to be first revived? The church. Amen. Woo! I feel an amen. Woo! It's the Holy Spirit. It's an amen. He wants to revive us first. First, the move of God happens in the church first. But transformation has to happen on two levels. It has to happen on a personal level. First, individually, then corporately. First, as a child of God, then as part of the body of Christ. Look at this verse. I want you to look at it. And all of us, that includes everyone, as with unveiled face, because we continue to behold in the word of God, as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord as const are constantly being transfigured into his very own image in ever-increasing splendor and from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Wonderful. It says there, as we individually and corporately Behold the glory of God. As we behold the glory of God. And what's the glory of God? It is so big, the Bible cannot describe it in one passage alone. The glory of God in literal Hebrew means heavy. Heavy. That's the glory of God. It's everything that God is. The glory of God is what makes God, God. And as you behold Him, as you behold Jesus, your Savior, that's when you are transformed. As you hear Him again, as in the day you got born again. As you hear Him continuously every day, day by day, and as you look into the Word, you do not anymore see doctrines. What you see is Him. You behold God in the Bible as in a mirror. And He reveals, like a mirror, He reveals His glory to you. And then, that's the only time we are changed. That's the only time we are changed and transformed. That means, I'm talking to the body, maybe sometimes I'll talk seriously. Is that okay? Because yeah. I'm part of you. And I'd like you to know, as I preach, I preach to myself first. Any preaching, any teaching that does not reveal the glory of the Lord falls short, falls short of the glory. 
any doctrine, anything that you hear, that you can't even see Jesus. That's not His word. Because supposed to be every time we hear the word, every time we hear it and see it, the Spirit of the living God opens our mind to the glory of God. It's when we see Jesus, it's when we hear Jesus, that's the only time we are changed, says there, from one degree of glory to another. Wow. The Christian life is supposed to be, if you're down there, does not matter because the only way to go is up. So it doesn't matter how you begin. The, what matters is your journey. Are you going from one level up to another? Are you growing day by day from strength to strength? Growing in love more and more? That's the normal Christian life. It's the normal Christian life that we behold Him every day until we see Him face to face. And do not conform to this world, but be transformed, that word again, by the renewing of your mind. How are we transformed? Say to yourself, my mind is my asset. My mind is my asset. For the longest time we've been hearing, the mind is the battlefield. Oh, we struggle in the mind. Oh, I'm confused today. Tomorrow, not anymore. Your mind is your asset. Because it says there, you're transformed every time you change your mind. Isn't it? It's okay if you believe this yesterday, but when Jesus says, child, that's wrong, now believe another way, that's okay. Because every time you change your mind, transformation takes place. Amen? It's not being double-minded. It's being focused on the Lord. The more focused you are on the Lord, the more transformation happens in your mind. Amen? Amen. Hmm. It says there, when your mind is transformed, then you may prove. Can you imagine? It's you who's going to prove it. Then you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You know what's normal? 
Normal means I know God's perfect will today. It's not normal to pray for something and to wait for it months and months and months and you do not know what's happening. That's not normal. What's normal is that, that you are well able to prove what is good, what is acceptable, and what is perfect. I didn't say that. Amen? Okay. If you, if you have a tendency to question, just look at the word. Okay, not to me. <laughs> All right. So, there is no transformation, I will say it again, without a change of mind. Okay? There is no transformation without a change of mind. First, you see him in your heart. Then, your mind gets enlightened by the Holy Spirit with the Word of God. Then transformation takes place. And when transformation takes place, the sick gets healed. The captive are set free. The confused gets peace of mind. The heavily burdened person gets released and free once again. The lonely and the depressed, once transformed, will turn his mourning into dancing. That's what real transformation is. There is no middle ground. Amen? There is not half healed. From sickness to healing, from bondage to freedom, from confusion from hatred to love, from unforgiveness to compassion and forgiveness. That's what real transformation looks like. Amen? Amen. Your minds, our minds are precious to the Lord. It's very precious. That's why He gave His Word. So that transformation can take place. Look at this. In 1 Corinthians 2, 16b, it says there, We have the mind of Who's familiar with it? Everyone, correct? Did you notice it did not say we have the mind of Jesus? Is there a difference? It didn't, you know, the Greek language in the New Testament is very precise. Very precise. Holy Spirit, who is the author of this word, has choose and picked the right words to say and written in the book for all generations to see. It did not say we have the mind of Jesus. It said we have the mind of Christ. What's Christ? The Messiah in Hebrew. The 
anointed one and his anointing. If you did not know that, you must better write it down. Christ means the anointed one and his anointing. You cannot separate the anointed one without his anointing. The reason why he's the anointed one because there's anointing. Amen? So that means to have the mind of Christ therefore means the same anointing that was on Jesus the Christ when he lived on this earth and ministered to thousands and set the captives free and taught and preached the gospel the same anointing that was on his mind is the same anointing he gives to us amazing so don't say poor little me I cannot understand the Bible Poor little me, I cannot discern what is right or wrong. Poor little me, I'm confused with so many doctrines. Poor little me, I don't know. There's no more poor little you. Why? You have the same anointing on your mind that was on Jesus Christ. Up to now, I don't anymore say it, it blows my mind. I'm careful with my words. It doesn't blow my mind. I don't want a blown up mind. <laughs> it's mine. It's my expansion. It's what you always say. The Australians would always say when there's when there uh, when something good happens. Amazing. Amazing. You always say that. Amazing. <laughs> Every time you hear Jesus, that's the reaction. Amazing. Every time you see him, amazing. Our life should be full of amazement every day. Amen. Amen. If you're not amazed, it's time to change your mind. <laughs> if you see your family, see the church, see the world, And you cannot see Jesus anywhere for you to be amazed. It's time to change your mind. You've got to see Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> it is when we let the Holy Spirit, this is the great Southland of the Spirit, it is when the Holy Spirit breathed the Word of God into our hearts. That's when our minds are enlightened. And we're changed individually. And if you are changed individually, sooner or later, because you are part of the church, the church will eventually be transformed. Because we're part of each other. We're part of one another. So, in these four sessions, there has to be paradigm shifts. You know paradigm shifts? Paradigm shifts has to happen these four days. If we have to be transformed from...
from glory to glory as the body of Christ in this nation. You want the church transformed here? Yes. We need it. Amen? Yes. Amen. Amen. So it starts with you. Yes. Yep. Yes. Starts with me. Start with you. Amen. And we'll all join together. Amen. Amen. Bone to bone.